Good evening, everyone, or good morning, or good afternoon. I don't know when you're listening, but welcome to Wine and Vaginas. Thanks for tuning in, especially if this is your first time. Uh, I am one of your hosts, April Biggerstaff, and this is my co-host. Oh, hi, hi, I'm Merritt Lemons. Hi, hi, Merritt. <laughs> I feel like I just got called on. I was like, oh, I was sleeping. <laughs> um, we are two Kansas City-based comedians, and we have other jobs too, but that's kind of what got us started here is because we're funny, and we like to tell jokes, and we like to make people laugh, so we're here telling jokes, making you laugh, and this is episode three, three. so definitely tune into episode one and two. Last week, we had a guest. Um, this week, sorry, but it's just Merritt and I, so... And that was planned. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like when people were like, single by choice, right? Like, we are guestless by choice. By choice. Yep. Yeah, we are. We're like decided we're not going to be like everybody else. No, I don't even know what other people do, but we we need some time, I think, to talk mm-hmm. ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, without a guy, you know, giving his take on everything. Yeah, so. I agree with that. I think it's nice that it's just us because there's different girl topics that we literally just want girls' opinions on, and we're here to give you those opinions. So um, don't forget to subscribe and like us on YouTube. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, on Instagram. I think we're getting a Twitter. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a Twitter. I don't tweet or twit. But definitely our Instagram's popping, our Facebook. You can follow us there. And um, obviously the easiest way is just to subscribe. Sub 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 sub. <laughs> oh, you thought I was gonna drop some beats? No, I just want you to subscribe to our channel. You can either um, subscribe to us on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Pick your poison, whatever you're into. Yeah, we're pick dro- it. We're dropping episodes on all three of those. So, well, but you guys, uh, we we appreciate you viewing. We've mm-hmm. had a lot of you guys. Co- I read all your comments. I've gotten some emails and everything and so we appreciate the love we love you guys too you can always give us topic uh ideas but for now love you a long time what do you think oh it's wine o'clock it's wine wine o'clock on wine and vaginas we're gonna drink this hot riesling yeah we don't need our wine to be chilled we're not high maintenance here on wine no oops just spilled some on you i think are you what do you think? How do you think guys would describe you, April? Are you high maintenance? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what if someone was like, oh, is April bigger stuff high maintenance? Like, what do you think their answer would be? Yes. Like, on all levels or just like? Not on all levels. Like, I'm pretty, like, easygoing. I like to think, like, it's, like, kind of go with the flow. Like, okay, so we're not doing plan A. Now we're doing plan B. Okay, well, that's all right. So you're a planner. So I'm a planner, yeah. And then as far as high maintenance, like things like um, I have to eat on the plaza every Saturday. No, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I need to go to the plaza and I need to go shopping. No, I'll shop at Target. I'll eat at Target. Like I'm not that high maintenance, I don't think. Like, hot dog at Target. Yeah, I've done it. Hot dog at Costco. Yeah, actually, that's pretty good hot dog. Yeah, yeah a hot dog at Costco. That's a it's good for real. Lunch. Good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I my family would probably describe me as high maintenance, but I don't. I but say I, I, I'm, I'm admitting it like it's a bad thing. I was just about to say yeah. that. That like, who says it's a bad thing? Like, what you know? What value is there in being low maintenance? Oh, they're easy to deal with, like a 
sea turtle, like, you know, or like a bonsai <laughs> tree. Oh, it only has to be watered once a month. Oh, great. What a great relationship. Oh, neat. Yeah. I yeah. need to water you once like, a month. Oh, she's she's super low maintenance. She doesn't even have any needs at all. God, I, <laughs> she's great. She's the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> Maybe some guys. I mean, some guys like that. I guess they low they only like to water their trees once a month. I don't know. I guess I'm not. I don't want a guy like that. I think. Yeah, I'm with you. I probably. I don't know if I. I probably would be described as high maintenance, but my guess was. That it would be emotionally high maintenance. I would. That oh, would be my yeah. guess. That's how I would be described. Because they would be like, yeah, she's like, you know, we're sweatpants a lot around the house. But man, she's got to talk about her feelings. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm emotionally high maintenance as well. But. Like maybe, maybe borderline like out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a crier. I had a client that was crying in my office the other day and she was just, I'm so sorry I'm crying. And I was like, look, I cry every day. I right? mean, there's probably not, I bawled my eyes out last night. Um, and I, I mean, I'm just a crier and I think that's okay. And my family, well, growing up, my family would be like, you need to stop crying so easily. And I'm just like, that's just, that's who I am. Like, I'm just a, I'm just a crier. If I see like a cat that just got hit by a car, I'm going to cry. No, I feel you. I am I am quick to have an emotional response. Like I'll even cry over an episode of uh like Seinfeld that I've seen before. Um I can cry about commercials. Uh sometimes oh, commercials yeah. can make me cry. And those are the worst cuz you feel like so like you've been had. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you've been emotionally abused and used by AT&T or whatever, you know, the other person is, they're trying to sell me something and they got me all worked up. That's how I feel. I hate getting all worked up. And the other thing I hate getting worked up over is like, if I get, I hate getting all teary eyed over some shitty lifetime movie, you know, oh, feel real bad. Like worst. I know it's a shitty movie. The acting's terrible. Everything's terrible. And here I am crying. And it's like, Oh, you got me. God yeah. damn it. Meredith me. Baxter, Bernie, it's bullshit. Hey guys, I'm getting ready to look real cool right now because I'm kind of chilly. Oh, somebody's putting on a jean jacket. It's like a jean shirt and it doesn't look good with this at all. I like it. But I thought it was like going to be a little warmer I like outside. Your, I like your jean jacket. With the shirt though? Mm -hmm. I don't think it looks Why the right fuck now. not? Okay. I'll just do it. I'm not really, I'm not scared. Someone who's like fashionista, which I like to think that we are both good at fashion. I agree. Um, is going to comment on this and be like, girl, you look like a grandma. <laughs> well, okay. Sometimes you cool. just, I'll keep it. I like it. You got to rock what you got. You know what yeah. I mean? I thought it was going to be a little, I didn't know. I came straight from time. work and I'm always like worried that my outfit is going to look like I just got done teaching. <laughs> I don't know, art to a bunch of like bad <laughs> seventh graders. But um, I was going to wear what I wore to work today. And then I, I don't know. I don't know what possessed me to change. But you changed. Did. Yeah. Added a little um, red lipstick on these lips. I like it. I put yeah. lipstick on too. I like yours. Thanks. You're welcome. I haven't always worn lipstick. Have you? No. No, actually. Is that's it like a, good a, a, is it a recent development for you? Yeah. Like my sister one time was like, you should do a red lip. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Uh, right? No way. Yeah, I red lip. The only place that's got red lips, you know me, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> but no, you so you tried it. So I tried it and I and I liked it. And then I now I have like a drawer full of different colors. Yeah, same. <laughs> and I pulled out like I have a purple one and I have a chocolate one. I almost Ooh. pulled out the chocolate one tonight. Maybe I will next time, guys. Mm. I don't know. Um we have we forgot about our segment. Da 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 da. How was your day? Oh my god. <laughs> I love that segment. How was your day? <laughs> April, how was your day? My day was good. Um, I had someone shadow me today, so that's always a little like, oh, what do you like? I really got to be on my A game, but um, it was good. I mean, he was really nice and really laid back, and so he shadowed me. And um, now I have a conference for the next three days, so I'm not going to be at work. My clients are freaking out. Like, what are we going to do? You're going to be gone for three days. Oh my god! So it's kind of like a vacation. I mean, Thursday, Friday, and Monday. So I have like a five day vacation a little bit because I'm just going to sit and learn about trauma informed care. That's I love that. That's a vacation for a social yeah. worker. Do you guys hear that? She's like, so I'm going to have to learn more about trauma, but I won't have to be in my office. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to like. I don't have to talk to anyone if I don't want to. I can just sit there. Oh just man, by myself. But anyway, it was a really good day and I, and I'm like tired, but then as soon as I get around you and I get in this setting, like it's like an instant, like boost, boost. I feel ya. <laughs> like I, now I'm not as tired. Same. I know I'm the same way I get off work and I'm like, I could go to bed at 5 30 PM. Easily. Right. Like that's not too early. No. Nope. But then you get here and it's, it's like, like, boom. I know. I How, wish. Yeah. Yeah. Wish. What do you wish? Oh, I was just about to say, I wish I felt that way about the gym. You know, some people are like that. They're like, the hardest part is getting there. And I'm like, the hardest part is all, all, all of it is getting there, staying there. Yeah. It's all of it. It's a challenge. I work out in the morning and it is rough. Do you really? Mm-hmm. No. It doesn't look like it. I am mean, know the camera adds 35 pounds. Sorry, guys. I am like um, the queen of in and out. Like I am like all or nothing. And it is like once mm-hmm. I stop and I get it out of my routine and you know eventually it's like you know it goes from like oh I'll miss a workout here here and the next thing you know it's not a part of your routine anymore Mm -hmm. and I feel like getting back on the routine is just like so hard for some reason I don't know why that part it's like so easy to like slowly quit yeah I mean I didn't even I didn't work out this morning because I stayed somewhere else oh yeah maybe we'll talk about that yeah we can talk about it for sure um but anyway uh it was a um it was an early morning and I did not work out, but I'm doing the turkey trot. When is that? Turkey Day, Thanksgiving Day. Oh, okay. Day. Yeah. So it's like an excuse to be late to all of your family events. You're just like, sorry, I had to run. How far is it? It's a 5K. That's like 3.2 3. miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that. I can do that. I can handle that. But I would like to do like, like a half marathon by next year sometime. Nice. I'm. I don't like running. It's not fun, but I know it's good for me. Mm. And it's like the it's girl. Really what takes off the most pounds? Like it's it quicker, does. So. I know. I was a distance runner for years. Oh really? Yeah, in high school and then beyond, and then I just got in and out of the. Uh, what do you call it? In and out of the groove yeah. of running because mm-hmm. it totally for me. Like when I don't do it, I miss it because I can tell. I probably would have better stress management if I was running more, <laughs> yeah. especially with my job, because my job is very, like there's a lot of detail and a lot of like little things I have to remember mm-hmm. all the time. And so it's, it's sometimes like I like will just get so stressed out and not be able to 
for like leave it at work when I get home. And I know that like working out always would like help me with that. And yeah. lately I've been like, man, I need to get. So what are your tips? What do you like if you've been in a rut? Like you tell me I what your just, tips are I, like to get back into yeah, it. Yeah, I, I just think about how good it makes me feel. And I really mm. get in my head and I'm like, remember when you were depressed the other day, like you went and worked out and, and released these endorphins and you like literally felt instantly, better. instantly. Feel yeah, better. it's so true. You do. It instantly elevates your mood. Well, and then I think about what I look like naked, and I'm like, I want to mm. look better. <laughs> like, who doesn't? I'm with you. I'm like, I mean, it's all right. Obviously, the person I'm with, sleeping with doesn't mind. They think it's great, but it's like, right? I don't want to. I don't want you to put your lay my legs on your shoulders and then my belly, you know, crunch up. I don't want. I don't want you to see that. <laughs> no, there's definitely and like I think as I mean, let's be honest. Like as you age, you I just feel like, oh man. I don't want to. I don't want to look my age. I'm not gonna no. lie. I'm trying to like defy gravity. I don't give a shit. I have nothing to prove. Like people who are like, when you know they'll do like your makeup or whatever, and they're like, oh, you want like a natural look or your hair, like coloring my hair, like oh, a natural look. I'm like, bitch, I'm not trying to look natural. I'm yeah. 34. <laughs> okay, like I want to look 12. I'm a white woman. Like I'm. I want to look unnatural. How <laughs> 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 to defy age and gravity and time and space, all of it at once. All of it. Yeah. But no, it's, yeah, I definitely think that uh, working out, I don't know. Why don't you guys tell us? Do you guys work out? And if you do, what do you mm -hmm. like about it? And if you yeah. and if you don't, tell us why What? Why you're against it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. If you're, if you're one of those people that's like, out. I don't work out and here's why. You know, something I do want to start doing is jazzercise. Have you heard of jazzercise? Oh, yeah. They, do they still have that? Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought that was like antiquated. I, I but know. No, it's current. But I have a friend who does it, and she's lost quite a bit of weight. And so. Really? And I, I'm someone, I go to classes or I swim in the mornings. Ooh. But like, I have to go to classes or work with a trainer. Like, I can't just walk in and be like, I'm just going to do the elliptical <laughs> for 20 minutes by myself. Like, I have to be someone, you know, telling me what to do. So jazzercise is all classes. And. I have the hiccups. I'm sorry. I think that I'm going to start doing that. That's cool. It's in mission. Oh. Not far from you. I'll, I'll go with you. I like leotards. I think that I might like jazzercise because I really like leotards and I like to wear. Like <laughs> We should just dress up like 80s girls I and try our first I want class. to and just yeah. like show up and be like, is this the uniform here? <laughs> Speaking of, did you get a Halloween costume, April? I did. Okay, so my sister had a witch's brew. Oh, yeah. Because this is going to air on Halloween, so happy Halloween. Cause yeah. Happy Halloween. We should have dressed up tonight. Why didn't we think about that? Mm. I did, but then Adam said that he thought, this is my boyfriend. He's like, oh, thanks for the shout out. <laughs> <laughs> but he told me, I was like, I think I'm going to dress up because I got a costume. I'll just, spoiler alert, I got a Poison Ivy costume. Oh, my gosh. When you did your Instagram thing the other day, it made me laugh. You're like... Hey, I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but go follow Merit. It's on, it's on our Instagram And feed. she was like, hey, it's uh, Poison Ivy. Just kidding. It's Merit. <laughs> I don't know. It was so funny like to I me. I was kidding anybody. Yeah. yeah. It looked like me with those shitty red wig. But. I like it. I like it. I had the full. I have the full ensemble. I like went all out. Yeah. You should just go to an open mic dress like that next week. I was thinking about it. Yeah. Or your open mic Wednesday. Yeah, I have an open mic on Wednesdays. It's uh -huh. in Kansas City. I think we've talked about it before. If you live in Kansas City, you should come. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And it's you at the Indy on Main, and it's it's right next to the Midland Theater, and it's on Main, and you know that because it's in the name. 
Did people are always that? like, people are like, where is that? I'm like on Maine. Indy on Maine? Like I'll say it like that. I'll be like, it's at the Indy on Maine. Like where is that? On Maine. <laughs> but and, that's all right. I'm going to flick you in the head because you're that's cool. stupid. Everybody moves um, at their own pace. You know, I've been thinking about doing a mic. I thought I thought there's a couple bars that would be fun. Yeah. Um, Like uh, where was I at the other? Like in Overland Park. I don't know if people really want to drive, but some people drive to like Lee Summit and do an open mic or they go to North KC and do one. So I was like, Overland Park's not too far, like especially where I'm at. So I thought about it. There's a bar called Ronnie's Pub. It's like a, it's, it's. Oh, I know where Ronnie's Pub is. I feel like, cause they have like, or they have like um, karaoke night and all that stuff and it has a great space. I thought about that. And then I thought about the, the levee or the, the, uh. The what? Not the well. The Everybody level. I know, when you say like there's going to be a comedy event in Overland Park, they're like, "Oh man, I don't want to get so pulled over far away." And they're like, "Oh, I'm going to get pulled over in Overland Park, man." I know, so, and then it's so far away. So I, yeah, I don't think it would be a great. I mean, it crossed my mind, but I don't think it's like a great idea. Um, but I think I'm not somewhere, saying it's a terrible idea. You know, it's pretty terrible. It's just hard in Kansas City. There's just not much nightlife outside of downtown. Mm. And people, and if they do, it's like the bars in the suburbs are really weird in the Midwest. Yeah. I don't know what they're like, like around the country. Maybe it's the same way, but I feel like a bar in the suburbs is not even remotely the same thing as a bar downtown. No. Like in the suburbs, like you go into a bar and like those people, like they're, first of all, most of them are alcoholics that live in walking distance. Truth. (laughs) That's what's so weird about the Midwest, right? Because everyone's like so afraid of getting a DUI that they're like, we're just going to walk to the closest bar and it's like everybody that like is a patron there comes there all the time and mm-hmm. that's all they want to do is sit there and drink and you think like and you walk in you're like oh this would be a great place for an open mic and you set up a microphone stand and they're like go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> you know or they try to get on the mic there's that, but it's like, or I feel like a lot of times in those places, they're like, we're here to watch the Chiefs or the Rawls, and if you aren't here and you aren't one of them, you get the fuck out, you know? And I'm like, you like dick jokes? And they're like, fuck you. I'm like, I got vagina jokes, too. Oh, God. Get the fuck out of here, little girl in a skirt. Around. You fucking whore. It is funny though. Like I don't know what it's like in other cities. I just I've we've, I've been doing like shows and mics here in Kansas City for a while, and I do think sometimes it's funny the response you know comedy gets even downtown. How people will literally uh, they'll just like leave. They won't even like wait for like one joke. They're just like, oh, this is comedy night. It's like you've told them like, oh yeah, this is the night where everybody gets on stage and has to get naked. You would think that was like what they just got told. There's like, oh, comedy night? And they just like go straight for the door. So I don't know why people, I don't know, or you think they're afraid? Yeah, like they're either going to get picked on or they just have no, I mean, think about us. Like by the ninth person, we're like, fuck our lives. Like, what do you mean the ninth person? Like if you're like, if, like by the ninth, by the time the ninth person goes up for an open mic, mm-hmm. you re- usually want to like blow your brains out. It. So I can see them. I mean, if it's rough for us as comedians, it's got to be rough for them because there's some people that don't belong at open mics. Yeah, I said it. You know who you are. There's just people that don't belong there. <laughs> I'm like dying laughing over here. <laughs> and they go and it's like, that's torture. I, I've, I've had my friends come to open mics and then they're like, oh my gosh, like some people, like it's so bad. Mm-hmm. It's real bad. So 
stop coming if you know you're not funny. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> that's what I think it might be. Like, they're just like, I don't want to sit through this. Like, this is awful. Maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe it is, you know, like, listening to somebody try to get good at comedy is like violin practice. You know? <laughs> It's real bad, guys. It's, it's like, can you work on that for 15 to 20 years and then get back to me? <laughs> <laughs> but for real, like, if you're in the area, you should come check out our, uh, not yeah, our, listen to us. Yeah. Or like, I like, like, you should come to violin practice. That's the you point. Should, yeah. I don't know. I still think it's fun, even if you're not paying attention. That's the other thing. It's fun to go hang uh-huh. out at an open mic. I did it for a long time when I was... I started doing comedy and I would like wait to be like number 45, you know, mm-hmm. so. It is, I think it's fun. I mean, for the most part, Kansas City's, you know, there's some decent ones out there. So it's not like it's that bad. No, it's know? not. There's funny people. Yeah, there's quite a few funny people. So I'll give I'll give you guys that shout out for sure. <laughs> you know who you are. Um, so I have some things written down that I thought we could like talk Ooh. about. Some interesting stuff. And one thing, two things that like kind of stuck out to me are this I want to talk about this and get your opinion and I want your all's opinion on this as well um like yeah you you right there watching us right now do you take forever to respond to a text message Ooh. whether it be a guy you're texting back a girl and how do you feel whenever you've texted your boyfriend or your girlfriend and it's been like a day later <laughs> Or like two hours. The guy that I was dating that I'm still really much care for, um, he's real bad at texting and real bad at it. And he'll just. What does that mean to you? Like when someone's bad at texting? Like for him, I I know him well enough to know that he's just like space cadet. Like literally, just doesn't pay attention. And um, and then when he does, he's his mind is just like he's he's busy. I get that. I'm not making excuses for the guy because it still pisses me off. But there are times where it's like I get it and there's times where I don't get it. I'm like, so you you went 17 hours and didn't look at your phone? Really? That's not – that's like I don't believe that, not for a second. You have kids. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to laugh directly into the microphone. (laughs) But, yeah, that's bullshit. Uh, And we all know it. Yeah. Yeah. There are times when I know people are busy. I get it. I get that. But for the most part, I'm like, you didn't – how how is how is that possible? Or they'll be like, especially I when at you it. like are with them and you like see them glued to their phone all the time. You know what I mean? Yes. And you're like, dude, you don't miss a beat, okay? You just see shit in real time, and yeah. you're telling me that you just like didn't see this message. Sorry. Sorry. Oh my god! I just said I wasn't tired. Oh my god! Um, Send us like, Red Bull and Adderall. Know, right? Jesus, Please give us some Adderall. Yes. Um, but no, like, especially when you're with them and you see that they read their phone every night before they go to bed, they read the news. <laughs> they like fall asleep with it in their hands. Yeah. They're the ones that just like, it's like here when they fall asleep. Yeah. Bitch, I know that you saw that. But what is it? Um, is there a time limit? Like, and then I think sometimes whenever like I'm with like texting a guy and then they don't reply right away, I'm like, well, fuck you. I'm going to wait a day. And then when they text you, you're like, yep, like right away, you're right back at them. Like, why? You didn't text me for a day. But when you text me, I'm like replying right away. So I feel like I should just wait a day too. It's hard. It's hard to be so 
not calculated because as a woman, it's like, I want to be as detached as they are. Cause men seem really detached. Like they're, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's not, how do you, how do I put this? Like communication doesn't seem to be an emotional thing for men. That's so true. You know, it seems to be a very logical and perfunctory, like, does this have to be said? And, and so they're very to the point, almost so much so that they don't necessarily understand how things come off. And mm-hmm. I think, I guess I'm, here I am making excuses for all men, listen to me. But I don't know, because I've dated guys who are good at communication and guys who are bad at communication. And there's definitely some common trends among all men. And I think yeah. that they are just like not emotional about communicating. I agree. I definitely agree with that. Because there's there's times where it's like, I don't think it's clicking. And that's like with this guy, like there's things where I'm like, it just doesn't click. Like with me, I'm like, oh, I'm really, I got busy at work. It's been an hour. Oh my gosh. He texted me an hour ago. Like, oh, that's, and I'll be like, sorry, it took me a while to get back to you. Why? Like when they'll go 17 hours and not text you and they don't care. And there's no apology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. But do you guys play those games back with them? Or are you the type of person that just like texts back right away? Like, I want to know. I definitely played games when I was single. Like I definitely, if somebody did that to me, I would let them sweat it out because I'm mm-hmm. kind of – I don't want to say <laughs> – I don't want to say I'm vindictive, but I guess I like to think of it more as I hold people accountable. Yeah, I like it. And I – They don't let them get away with bullshit with me where I like make it clear I try to at least, but I'm probably like also like a pussy and I don't take all my own advice. But I really do, especially when I was single, like try to stand up for myself because I feel like – I don't know. I hate feeling like too available to certain people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, and make them sweat it out. Like, I, th- I mean, they do with me. So right. why not? I'm bad about that. I'm like, oh yeah, oh is that okay? Is that what we're gonna do? Okay, yeah. that's what we're gonna do. Because I'm the same way. Whenever like a guy is like, oh, I need space. I'm like, oh, do you? That's funny. I do too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, wow, I've been wanting to ask and for my that for space three years. Has found a, a new space to fit. Wait, you know what I'm getting at, but. <laughs> Just talking shit. But yeah, no, I definitely. I don't know. It's just, it, yeah, it's definitely confusing. It's important to, regardless of what you're like, if you like care about somebody at some point, I feel like you have to re- respect what's important to them and give a fuck enough to like understand mm-hmm. them and what makes them feel shitty and what makes them feel good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're like, hey, it makes me feel like shitty when you like do X, Y, and Z, you know, it's like, yeah. And and then you communicate that with them and then you're crazy. <laughs> crazy for having needs. Remember I said, yeah, I love this low maintenance bonsai chick. <laughs> she only needs to be watered once a month. <laughs> it's the shit. I can just like put her in a corner, forget she exists uh-huh. and then pull her out and show her off to all my friends. It's awesome. Yeah. I think that's what they want. I don't, I don't get it, but yeah, I want to know. I want to know what your guys' thoughts are on that. What what do you what's the terminology for like text return time? There's got to be like a millennial term for it. Like, yeah, this is so certain, extra. Certain, <laughs> I was like, certainly there's an anac- an acronym for um, how long the time it, it takes yeah. someone to return. Because I have to say, like, even in, in, like, friendships and stuff like that, it drives me crazy when you'll be, like, talking to somebody and you, like, think you're in, like, a real-time conversation and then just drop off. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Yeah. I have a friend who will do that and I'll just be like, did you die? Well, and, and, like if I do that and I got busy, I usually try, I'll see the text later and I'm like, fuck, I, I forgot. Right. Like I got Explain busy. yourself. Yeah. yeah. But some people just don't do that at all. And they're like, I have some friends and I love them dearly, but they're really bad texter backers. And do they smoke weed? No. <laughs> Cause I feel like that's definitely a common. Yeah. I'm sure anyone listening to this is like, you have to factor that in. It's like a yeah. mathematical equation, time plus space, like over divided by weed. Yeah. And that would be the guy I'm seeing. I think that would be his or that. I don't even oh, know what I'm seeing. Yeah. Time plus space divided by weed. Yeah. 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 That'll change time and space. I think it does a lot for him. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. He's still incredibly sexy and, you know, that's, I just, I'm a little hung. Hung? Like a jury? I'm hung. I'm hung up. Hung like a jury. I wish I wasn't. Because I have so I have like guys in my life that I have interest in, and I I want to. I'm like okay. Oh yeah, I want to pursue that, but I then I get so hung up on boy. Yeah, I can see that. That I don't allow space for other people. Yeah, but anyway, I do. I I do. Want to talk about something else because I did allow space for someone one time, and um, I want to talk about bad kissing. Ooh, like what? What made you think of this? First of all, <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah, what. because I was thinking about allowing space, mm. and I did over the summer. Like I was like, oh, okay, and that well, space allowed you. I experienced someone who was a really bad kisser, and then oh. all you can think about is a person that you're with and like how good they are at everything Ooh, yeah i can see that yeah and i was like okay you want space cool i'll give you space so i'm gonna date around and then you date around and they're awful it just makes you sorry and sad Mm -hmm. and it makes it worse yeah and you're like you kissed me like you were ironing your clothes like i i don't it was just flat and warm and i didn't like it No, I think what happens too is like I've been through that cycle with someone in my past before and I feel like it makes you realize what you have and you're like, fuck. Yeah. This is special because you like think you're like, I'm just going to go make out with this motherfucker and it's going to be the same because you know what? I have good time with anybody. And then you go and you're like, oh my God. That was awful. Am I kissing an alligator or a fucking, what the (laughs) fuck is this? Like... I some I people suck it. so bad at kissing. And, oh my god! And I feel like I'm sorry. Maybe I'm like wrong, and I don't give people enough chances or whatever the fuck. But like, I feel like there's no reason to go any further. You know, if the kissing sucks, because you're totally like, agree. oh, if you suck at this, like, imagine what you're like at fingering me. You know what I mean? Like, this part you should theoretically have more practice at. If your lips are bad on my lips, they're going to be real bad on my other lips, right? You don't understand mm-hmm. how this works. Yeah, it. I don't. I. I mean, if they're a bad kiss, and you can tell right away, like, why do guys like keep the mouth closed? Like, I mean, what are you doing? Why? Why is your? Why are your lips closed together? <laughs> you mean like, oh, like not open? Like, and they're like, that's uh, my. Oh. Your our lips are supposed to like intertwine. You gotta wonder who trained him. God, it's embarrassing to even talk about. Was this guy in middle school? No. <laughs> he was a grown man? Yeah. Oh, I've had a couple. Bad or they're kissers. just, as soon as their their mouth touches your, it's their tongue is down your throat. Oof. Why? Why do you guys do that? I, I wanted 
teach them how to kiss so much. I had a friend in college. She uh, made out with this guy. Hold on, I'm trying to pour wine at the same time as talk. It's not easy. <laughs> same time as talk. I had this friend in college, and she made out with this guy once, and she told me, and since I knew him, every time I saw him after this, I could not visualize this story. Oh, <laughs> she said after, like, two minutes of making out, he was, like, butt naked. <laughs> she didn't, like, declothe him. He just, like, started taking all of his clothes off, like, by himself. And oh she said they were sitting there making out, and she has, like, all of her clothes on, and he's butt-ass fucking naked. <laughs> and I don't know why, but that was, like, the funniest story ever of, like, the worst make-out ever, where someone's just moving way too fast. And you have all your clothes on. You're like, wait, wait a minute. You're like, I think you skipped a couple steps. Yeah. First of all, why are you naked? Because I feel like whenever someone moves too fast in any scenario, it's just awkward. It's yeah. Like-, like you're making out and then you, they, oh gosh, please stop doing this, guys. Don't take our hand and put it on your dick. Like we, we, we know where it's at. We took anatomy. Like we know, we know where it's at. That one is, and it's just like, they just grab it. Comes they- off. Like, what are you like in a fucking mob movie like are we are you initiating me into a gang like i feel like i don't know something about it just comes off like it it, it does it is this stir and then you, and then i just want to pull away and be like i wasn't ready she yeah, wasn't like, ready like I, I wasn't i wasn't ready for that no and i'm with you like what do you what are you trying to like tell me you have a dick like, yeah it's <laughs> like i kind of assumed kind that of you assumed did assumed that thanks for proving it like i appreciate that much but i don't you need think, you to put my hand on no, it. No, we'll get there when the time is right. Right. Not 30 seconds into sucking on my lower lip. Sorry. You're right. Oh, my God. 30 <laughs> seconds into sucking into my lower lip. You're like, I just oh, don't. Man. I don't know. I don't like it. And I and I just feel like when they're a bad kisser, you just can't go further. And then. No. No, it's just difficult. I don't know. What do you guys think? Good kissers? Bad kissers? What's it mean? I... I have had friends that are like, oh no, I just train them. I don't, I don't want to teach them anything. Oh, that is that is cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just train them. Whenever I hear that from someone, I'm like, first of all, like, why do you want to be with somebody that you have to yeah. train like at anything in life? Like, you're a grown ass woman. I don't get that. Like, well, if he's going down on me and I don't like it, I'm going to tell him. <laughs> I'm going to train what, him. <laughs> what do you mean you're going to tell? You're going to. Mas- I mean, what are you what are you gonna do? Like, I don't I don't get it. When you snap your fingers, they're supposed to do this or something. Well, like, maybe I'm just different, but I don't think I could even train someone how to do that because I don't really know. I'm like, it's either like works or it doesn't. I don't really yeah. know because I don't really eat pussy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> respect if you do like, but I don't. So I wouldn't know how to tell someone to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. It's like when I take my car to the mechanic, I only know when I turn the ignition and it turns on, like, that he yeah. did his job right. I don't really know if he did his job right any other way. Like, I can't, like, pop the hood and go, oh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. Uh-huh. yep, you forgot that part. No, I just turn it on, if it turns on, I think he did his fucking job. So I, that's all I know about eating pussy is... Yeah, I don't, I mean, I know So I what- couldn't be like, oh, you know what I mean, like, left, lowered, labia... <laughs> The top of the clitoris go up further. I um, I uh, 
lower power mode or whatever. Hi. <laughs> I um I forgot what I was gonna say. That's what I um yep. I don't know. I don't want to teach you. I don't want to teach you. I want you to know how to do it. And if you're bad, then then bye. Like, it's like you should show up with your own equipment, be ready to work, mm -hmm. know where things are. I shouldn't have to give you a tour of the property. You know? Yeah, that's very true. It's like I thought I hired an experienced mechanic. <laughs> not like you're in Votech school right now. No, not teaching night school at my apartment. <laughs> oh god so what else i mean i have other things like okay I, yeah i, mean, I want to see yeah April, you guys april has like a whole notebook here so i i'm like intrigued like do you did you like keep a diary when you were young i do now i, I keep a know. journal you do now mm -hmm. oh it's like that's even more hot i bet because like yeah. back then i like nothing i wrote in there was hot you know it was all yeah. just like annoying 12 year old girl shit now i like it's so therapeutic for me. And like, and like when I know that I have a decision I need to make, like specifically with this guy, like knowing that it's probably like not a good idea for me to like, you know, put my heart out there anymore. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I journal about it and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I, I'm writing what I need to do. Why isn't mm. this and this matching up? Like, girl, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, Cause I'll go back and read my journal and I'm like, it clearly I'm, I'm writing. It's this. like you're holding yourself accountable to yourself. Mm -hmm. When you, I, when you journal, I am with you because yeah. it's like when you physically, like just the process of physically writing, it becomes a thing, mm -hmm. you know, outside it's like, this is a real thing. Cause I committed this to paper. Right. Because I'm right. the same way about like my dreams. So I can see that mm -hmm. about. Yeah, it's really therapeutic. And I daily do life because yeah. there's all kinds of things that I felt like I could hold myself accountable to mm -hmm. for better self-care. Yeah, I it really is helpful. I don't know. I mean, I always recommend it to anyone like that. And then I write poems. Oh, my God. I love that about you. You write poems. <laughs> That's so awesome. They're not like you know, uh, good poems, but I they, they rhyme. Are. They rhyme. I wrote them about like depression and anxiety like and like, you know, going through that stuff. We should probably have an episode about like serious stuff too. Like, you know, depression and like that. We should have real. a whole episode about depression. I feel yeah. like it gets such a stigma and so many people deal with it and they mm -hmm. think that, you know, they're weird or they're alone. It's like, no, most yeah. people deal with it and we stigmatize it. And it's really like, yeah, it's a serious it's thing. It's a very relatable thing. I think a lot more. Than I people. think that we should definitely hold an episode about that. And like really quickly, if you are listening and you're depressed, like you're not alone, like totally reach out to us. Like I'm very, very much pro like talking about depression. Like it, it's very near and dear to me. So I never want anyone to think that they're feeling that alone. So. I'm with you. But I mean, we'll, we'll we'll save a segment for that or like a show for that. But now we're gonna go back to talking about um, sex because that's fun. Um, but I do want to ask about ingrown. Has anyone ever gotten an ingrown hair and Ooh, thought it was an STD? Oh, the vagina segment. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone ever gotten an ingrown hair and thought it was an STD? Mm -hmm. Right here. I think the first ingrown hair I got, I was like, even though it was like way, it wasn't even near my vagina. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I was like, God. is this the end? Is this where my life ends? It's just an ingrown hair. I had one, and I have a whole story about it. Oh, tell yeah. us! Oh my uh, God. God. Okay, Let's Maddie, I hope you're popcorn. listening. I know I have a best Let's friend, Maddie, who's a nurse, and this is, story is dedicated to you, Maddie. So I hope you're listening. 
All right. So I was shaved clearly. And then I, I felt something down there and I was like, oh my God, I have herpes. I have, I have something. Well, first of all, tell us where it was located. Just, I'm just oh, curious. On my What's, vagina. Like on, like on a labia. Uh, did, and I'm just curious because I want to know, yeah. did you recently shave? Yeah. And you had recently shaved. And okay. I recently shaved and it was like on the, here's your vagina lips. It was like on, <laughs> right on it. Wow. Talk about freaking out. Aww. Freaking. I had a sh- you asked me to do a show. I remember that night, that night you came yes. and you were like running a little late. And I was like, I hope everything because you were like, oh, I have to go check on something. I'm like, I hope everything's okay. Yes. This is the night because I had a band-aid on my vagina. <laughs> you poor thing. It was at Stanford's. Okay. Anyway, I couldn't it, it was like growing throughout the day. And I was like, this is or a couple days. And I'm like, this is this is bad. I don't know what this is. It's uh, it's hurting and I can't even walk. So I got to work on Friday and I like couldn't walk. It was like growing <laughs> so large and it was it, it, it hurt, hurt. To walk and it fucking hurt. So I text my best one of my best friends, Maddie, and she's a nurse. And I was like, Maddie, I have something going on. I do not know what it is. Like, I'm so scared. It's like a disease or like an STD. So being the best friends that we are, she said, can you take a picture of it? And I was like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. She wanted you to send like a pussy pic? Yeah. Oh Maddie. God. Did you? Yes. You did? I went in the bathroom and I and I took just a picture of that. Like it wasn't like a whole vagina. I can't believe I'm telling this story though in front of everyone. I'm um, loving it. But I like I like made it zoom in where it was just on that and she goes, "Oh my god, April, that needs to be popped immediately." And oh I was like, god. "Pop." She's like, "It's got an, like an abscess on it." And I was like, oh, my God. So she's like, you either need to go to the emergency room tonight. And I was like, I have a show tonight. Like, I can't – I don't have time to go to the – like, a clinic or whatever. She's like, I'll do it. But, like, you know, I don't know how comfortable you are with that. And I've known Maddie for a very long time. And so I was like, she is probably the only person friend-wise that I – I love all my friends. But that – no, I have a couple that I think of. But anyway, that I would let see that. So she lives all the way up in the Northland. Stanford's and Son was at the or at. Um, I can't believe you made it to Park. a show. Like that is some commitment. Yeah. Well, when you asked me, I'm fucking there. And that, so anyway, that's amazing. I went all the way up to the Northland. She lives up. I don't know in the Northland, and um, I get there and she's like has all of her supplies out, like wow, like cleaner and gloves and gauze and everything. And I just I lay down and I and I'm just like, oh my god. She, I have to like spread my legs. <laughs> she has to look she at my vagina. She saw your whole fucking vagina. The whole fucking thing. vagina. Yeah, the whole, whole fucking vagina. And But she does this all the time. Yeah, yeah. She uh, removes ingrown things. hairs from vaginas yeah. every day. Yeah. So she, and like, she's a mom of two boys. <laughs> so she sees it all. Um. So yeah. So she like popped it for me, I guess, or whatever. Did it hurt? It, did not hurt. Oh, it um, didn't? No, not that part. I mean, it was a little uncomfortable, but it was only because I had a best friend staring at my vagina. And I just kept my eyes closed like, like, oh, my God, I cannot believe this is happening. And then she's like, you need to put a Band-Aid on it. So I had a Band-Aid on it, and I was walking into Stanford's, and the Band-Aid broke. fell out of my leg. That is just so perfect for Stanford's, though. Like, I feel like if there's anything to fall out of your vagina, it should be at Stanford's. I was walking up to Stanford's, and I was like, what just, like, it, like, brushed my ankle that when it fell down. You're and like, I was what's like, what's that? Oh, well, there goes the Band-Aid. And then I had a set planned, and I decided, fuck it. I'm going to tell this story. Like, 
And How can you up, not? It ended up working. Yeah. So there's my story. And it is, I'm probably never going to get laid again for those of you that listen to this guys wise. Um, my vagina is fine. It wasn't an STD, but I, I was for sure convinced it was an STD. It looked like one. Seriously? Mm-hmm. It was scary as fuck. So thanks again, Maddie. I love you. Well, that just goes to show that most of our worst fears will never come true. Like all the things that we think. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like for real, for real thought that's what it was. And, and I'm clean. Clean as, clean as a... Clean as a whistle. Yeah, clean as Clorox. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. But yeah, it was scary. So have you guys ever had... An, um, ingrown hair. Have I you? have, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have them all the time too because I shave all the time. And yeah, I think I don't know why, but hey, you know what? Actually, if you got in co- in the comments, why don't you drop some tips for not getting ingrown hairs yeah. when you're shaving? Is it the direction? Because yeah, I've heard, is that what it is? I've heard that. Oh, like the direction. The direction. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I really would prefer to get it waxed. I, it's just, I know it's going to hurt, but I would rather just like go somewhere and just have someone do it for me. I guess I just like, I'm so scared to get it waxed because I hear so many horror stories know, about like people like saying how painful it is. And, yeah. and I'm just like, I'm good with the trim. Yeah. yeah. But like, do they wax? I want to know this. Do they wax your vagina lips? I think that that's an option. I think that's what the full Brazilian is. We should bring on a specialist. Yeah. We should bring, we should have a vagina waxer on. That would I'll be find good. a vagina waxer and bring her on. I'm going to yeah. do that for wine and vaginas. And she's going to tell us all about vagina waxing. That's going to be great. I wonder if I have someone that works at a. We'll find someone. Yeah. And if you guys know somebody in Kansas City, you can um, tag them. Yeah, that's really good. So at what um, what else you got on that sheet of paper there? Let's see here. I have oh because when we taped our very first podcast and you got told that you could if you could just not laugh. Oh my god! Right? <laughs> we should have known we were at the wrong place. <laughs> I have merit laughing because I think that's a whole subject because I love your laugh, but you get told that it's too loud sometimes. And and I wrote that down because I just thought it would be that I wrote that when our we did our first. Uh, who podcast. knew that somebody's laugh could like cause so yeah. much disturbance? Like it, if you could just like not laugh is what this person told us and we were on like, the podcast that we were recording a comedy podcast yeah you know that was the point was to be funny and then we're you know we're talking to each other and to guests and the first studio that we tried to record at he was like can you just not laugh and I was like not with April in the room I don't think that's possible yeah um, it was definitely weird so I have that written down but um and then and then I have dating slash looks like I, I'm thinking like how shallow are you or how shallow am I? I feel like I'm kind of shallow sometimes. Like I definitely look at looks, I, looks and personality are kind of have to go hand in hand. Like if you're good looking and you're funny, oh boy, it's done. Yeah, I definitely, I don't know. Looks are important, but for me, it's a total package. I definitely am more attracted to talented people. Yeah. Period. Like end of story. Like if someone is super talented, I will, it seems to outweigh a lot of other so-called conventional imperfections, you know, somebody's, you know, appearance, size, weight. And the other thing that seems to be more important to me is like fashion. Yeah. (laughs) Believe it or not, like how a guy dresses. And it's not about money. 
And it's not even, I don't, it's not, I'm not saying like, oh, he's got to wear the best brands. I just mean like what he picks out and like his personal style mm -hmm. is really important to me because like I have to be proud in public with you. I'm sorry, but like yeah. straight the fuck up. Like if I'm shallow about anything, it's that is like going out in public. Like because I do put, I know you may not think it by seeing me on here, but that's fine. I do put a lot of effort into my appearance and I always like try to look cute no matter what I'm doing. And so I just she like does. don't, do. I don't gel well with people who don't. I'm the same way. I end up, it ends up like being an issue because I feel like those same people will be like really critical of how I spend my money on any kind of self care. Cause yeah. they're like, you don't need that. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. And you know what? You could use it too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's called a toothbrush. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, some people are just so, like... It's called a loofah. You know, like, oh, you don't need to do that. I used to have a girlfriend that would, like, give me so much shit for wearing makeup. Like, who are you trying to impress? She'd say, who are you trying to impress? And I always <laughs> say that's, like, so funny. Like, such a dumb question. Like, who am I trying to impress? Myself. Who like, I don't... Cares? I'm just not trying to look ugly. Yeah. Fucking ever. Like, am I ever, like... Tr that is not ever my goal. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like feeling low maintenance and lazy, but I still, I guess that's my thing is like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I guess I feel like, especially since I'm in entertainment, I never know who I'm going to run into. Mm -hmm. So unless it literally is at like two in the morning and yeah, I just need like Tums or something at Walgreens. Like I usually like take the time to put a bra on and like same look kind of cute before I leave the house. But Yeah. I think it's important. And I think that that, I don't know. That's something that I'm attracted to, like someone who dresses well and someone who's good looking and, you know, but there, I mean, there's also people in my life that like I can like think of like I friends that like aren't necessarily hot, but their, their personality makes them attractive. Very. And so that, I don't know. And then you kind of get past that. You're like, oh, your nose is the, the size of a microphone, but I, but you're nice. <laughs> How do you, like, does talent make you more attracted to a person? Yeah, and I have. Like when you see somebody do something that they're really good at it? I actually have that. Guys have talent makes them hot, question mark. No. Yeah. Wait, you have that already written down? Yeah. You guys, we did not plan that. That was a, a thought planned. we both had independently. But yeah, I, it does. If a, if a guy's, like, decent looking and they get up and start playing a guitar, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so wet. I was just about to say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> shh, 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 my feet are wet. True. <laughs> Seeing somebody be good at something. Yeah, it's talent. And, and there's even open micers that are, you know, around here where you're like, you're, you're, you didn't shower. You haven't showered since last Sunday, but you did get up there and kill it. And I guess that kind of makes you cute, you know, but not, I mean, not often. But That's to some. give some of you guys hope out there. Like, even if you don't bathe regularly, if you're good at something, you maybe, could have some sex appeal. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, I think if they're talented, it does make them a little more appealing or just, are you like a money person? Like, do you no. care how much a guy makes? Mm -mm. No, I mean, I, I, okay. You know what? I take that back. <laughs> I, I want to be able to like go to dinner and you'd be like, so are you buying? Or I, I said you, I said, no, no, no. Let me rephrase that. I don't want it to be like are you buying or am I buying? Like, no, you're buying. I'm a fucking social worker. Does it look like I can pay for this plaza meal? Like, no, <laughs> I can't. And I need you to, I'm all for splitting things up. Like, oh, you want me to drive through McDonald's and get a wrap dinner? Okay, sure. I can do that. 
but no, I want you to be, or like, uh, I'm not gonna be able to make my cell phone bill <laughs> this month. Uh, so we're probably not going to be able to go to the chiefs game. That's a turnoff. <laughs> I'm with you. Financial limitations. I don't know. They can be a turnoff. Yeah, it really can. I don't, and I, I'm not rich. No, I know. And I'm like, I'm, I'm so not rich poor. either. Not even close. Yeah. I'm so, so poor. I'm no but one to judge. I don't like tell a guy like, um, I mean, I'm not going to be able to meet you out because I, um, I had to buy tampons last night. Now I have no money. Like, <laughs> no, sometimes it gets to the a few days before your next paycheck. It gets a every two weeks. Tight. Yeah, it really does. I mean, with my, you know, friends and I've done it with you. Like I've been like, I'm got to be completely honest. Like I have, this is how much money I have in my bank account. I have to, but I mean, I'm not going to like tell a guy I'm dating like. I'm super, which I have, I guess, with this last guy. I mean, I did admit it because it was a rough summer. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it does. It, it's not sexy. That's Part sure. of me, like the grouchy 34-year-old woman in me is like, ah, you make a dollar for every 75 cents I make. You should make more. <laughs> Even though I know it's like not honestly true for every single profession and every single trade. So... But I yeah. guess like that part of me is just like, you're supposed to make more. Like, isn't that the statistical reality? Yeah. Like, don't you? Yeah. Like go, go do something. But I, at the same time, I don't know. I've never really been attracted to people with money because I find that guys with money are like really shallow and they usually, they are. I don't know, for some reason, I'm also apparently based off statistics, not attracted to men with college degrees either, even though I have one and I'm very proud of it. And I think education is really important. I am not attracted to men with college degrees. And I've discovered at 34 that I think it has more to do with the fact that I like nonconformists. And mm. people who go to college, especially large universities, the people that are in fraternities, no offense, but they're kind of conformists, you know, yeah. in the way that they live and the way that they think and all of that sort of thing. And so I'm, you know, I'm usually attracted to people who are like, fuck the system, fuck everything. I'm like, cool, <laughs> neat. <laughs> Do you want to go get some Chipotle? Right, and like, sweet, like, you live in a van? Okay, cool. Can I live there too? Oh, all right, I'll, you can, I'll sleep on the floor. Your dog can sleep with you. <laughs> that, that was then. This is now. This is now. Yeah. No, I, I'm in a good relationship, and I he doesn't live in a van, just no. so you know. That was then. This is now. No, I totally get it. I lived in a van once. Really? I was homeless, like. Uh, what? Yeah, like legitimately didn't have a home and like kind of. You lived, lived in a van. Yeah, I li well, I was driving my dad's minivan Pearl. For those of you that know me, know Pearl. Her name was Pearl. And I what kind of minivan was it? Like an Oldsmobile, like a 2001 Silhouette Oldsmobile. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> and then um, something happened one summer. I was staying with someone, a family person. Anyway, family person, family member. And then there was a disagreement. And so then I left. And then I was supposed to stay with him for the whole summer. And I didn't have money saved up. Oh, my. So I slept on couches for like two months. You, that sucks. It was like, I mean, that's. Do you feel like you learned a lot about yourself? Yeah. Like, it's a very humbling experience where you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I literally had the back of the van, like, organized. Like, it was like my closet. Mm -hmm. Like, am I. I don't know. It was, it was crazy. I mean, I'm so grateful for the things that I have. And it reminded me of like, 
I don't know. Even thinking about it like humbles me a little bit because I'm like, damn, that that was just like not long ago. It's like three no, years. No, I ago. have. Uh, I don't. I'm, I don't like to admit it, but I have been without home more than once, mm-hmm. and lived on people's couches and lived out of my car. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. It really does. And, and it, I too, I had a falling out with some family that I was living with, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, and I did not have a safety net or yeah <laughs> anywhere like to go right away. Yeah, I didn't even have money for gas. Yeah. Like I had nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, reminds me of another time that I had. Yeah, I'm thinking of all these different topics now. Like, we're like, this is supposed to be like yeah. a, we're supposed to be making you guys laugh. And we're and talking we're like, about when we, we lived in vans down by the river. <laughs> you're like, well, maybe if you guys didn't drink a bottle of wine. No, I, you're probably maybe not thinking that. Maybe you get but, all sad and talk about your homelessness. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I think that, I think a lot more people have experienced that than want to admit it. You know what I mean? Like, we're like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, but I know a lot of people yeah. <laughs> who have technically been homeless before or at the very least at a very unstable living situation and I do think it's really humbling and it makes you and it makes you just like realize like how much you actually need mm-hmm. you know what I mean like and and the times in my life when I've had like the big sprawling apartment and the really expensive rent and like all the shit from Ikea and like all this stuff and and I I just attribute my lack of accumulation of shit at this point in my life to all the breakups in my life because I usually <laughs> just leave everything I just am like you know, I'll be like, I just want this and this, and then I'm going to go because mm-hmm. I don't care to fucking split up the candlesticks and every <laughs> thing that we bought together. You get four teacups and I'll take two. Right? So I should theoretically have like dope sofas and fucking TVs yeah. at this point in my life, but I don't because every breakup I've been like, all right, all right. Well, you, you can, can have, have this because yeah. I don't really give a shit or like bad roommates all of that. I don't know. So I I applaud people who like are able to buy a sofa and keep it for 15 years. Like that's <laughs> amazing. How do you do that? The same sofa? Like you have the same sofa. I'm for going on the same years. sofa for like four years. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's probably seen some fun. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, uh, it so- sure has. What wait? Do you live by yourself? Uh-huh. You live, April uh-huh. lives by herself. Yep. I oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to broadcast that. No, I live alone. Everybody, <laughs> I live alone. I live alone. It's just me and my dog Dixie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like living alone. Um, I mean, I it, loved living alone. Yeah. I I really don't think I'll probably ever have it any other way. I mean, I don't know. I want I want kids and a husband one day. I'm pretty sure of it. But some days I don't think that maybe it's just not for me. I don't. Maybe it's just not in the cards. Like whether that's God that chooses that or people think it's just, it just happens or it doesn't happen. I'm not trying to get on that roller coaster, but I think sometimes like, well, I just, I'm 33. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not meant to be with someone or have kids. No, I, I sometimes, I mean, I'm in a serious relationship. I live with somebody, but I don't really want to have any more children. Mm -hmm. I have one. I had when I was 24 and now I'm 34, so he's 10, and I'm satisfied. It's not even, like, a negative thing. Like, I don't want no kids. It's just that I feel, like, fulfilled in that regard. Like, mm-hmm. I do not – it's, like, it's – I always say it's, like, it's a thing that maybe if for some reason, like, I was with somebody that really, really wanted a kid, I'd entertain it, but I just don't right. need it. And so it's not really something that I think a lot about, and – same thing with marriage. And it's mm-hmm. not because I don't love my significant other, but I don't know why. I just don't need marriage. It's just not something I – I don't know. I don't think about it, honestly. I used to. I used to be obsessed with it. 
I used yeah. to be obsessed with the idea of there being like this one person to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what changed in between my twenties and my thirties is that I stopped believing that there was this one magical person. And I don't know. And maybe some people call that cynicism, but I don't feel like cynical about it. I just feel like I heartache has taught me one thing and it's that there's more to life. Mm-hmm. And it's that simple. It's just, it's cause it's not, you don't heal from heartache by finding another person. Cause guess what? There isn't another person. And yet there is, then there will always be another person. And yet none of them will ever fill the void. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they will always like let you down. And that's not a negative thing. It's just that, Eventually, you have to realize, like, if I'm going to be on this earth and, like, I'd be happy about being here, it has to be about more than just finding this person, you know, and, like, putting my happiness into, like, a relationship. But it's just... Well, I think it's discovering your self-worth and discovering that, like, I first have to love myself. Right. I have to be satisfied with just me, just my company alone. And, like, I feel like I finally got to that point where I'm like, I'm... I like being, I'm, I'm right? happy. Like, and if someone comes along and they, and they're, and I'm meant to be like, that's fine. We will mold together, but I'm happy just being April. Like I'm with I you. I agree that you have to have that contentment in your autonomy, mm-hmm. that who you are in your life is like interesting and, and fulfilling and vibrant. Yeah. You're not like, I don't know. I just think, I also think in our culture that, there's a lot of value. Like, I don't know about you, but like growing up, I, I didn't date a lot. And so I just I always either. remember feeling like an outsider, mm-hmm. you know, because so many girls were like always have boyfriends and I, I never really had one. So it just wasn't a part of my identity. And it just seemed like a lot of value for women is wrapped up in that. Like you're more desirable if like someone's always trying to date you or yeah. fuck you. And like, you know, and as women, we, it's really easy to buy into that. And to think that our value is somehow equated to how many men want to fuck us or wet Mm -hmm. us or whatever. Like, it just seems to be a thing that we, and we seem to reinforce it in one another too. You know, the, the pedestal that we put marriage on in our culture and just how it's like, yeah, it's cool. You're getting married, but Jesus Christ, how many parties are you going to have? Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? Like how many announcements do I have to see? Like, you're not the king and queen of England. Like, calm down. It's so true. I don't know. Do you go to a lot of weddings? Do you I, have a lot of friends getting married at your age? Yeah, I mean, I have been. They honestly, most of my friends got married in their late twenties. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is that and the then, trend? Like, yeah, but then I have like my core group of like girlfriends that um, are not married yet, and they're but they most of them have serious boyfriends. So there's a couple of us that are single. But yeah, I've been to plenty of them where you're just like the fuck is this ever going to happen for me (laughs) but I like getting back to the child thing like I the marriage thing that's fine I don't care I I do think I'm meant to be like a mom though like I I have a feeling like I I'm too good with kids I'm too much of a nurturer to like not have a baby or or foster I want to foster and adopt for sure um but I mean I may never figure it out I don't know I think you would be an amazing mom thank you you would you totally have that the temperament and the wisdom and you're funny. Thanks. And I think I would make some pretty babies maybe mm-hmm. with the right person. <laughs> no, I think it's weird. I didn't really want to be a mom at the age that I became a mom at, but I felt like 
you know, as cheesy as it is, I felt like my son came into my life for a specific reason. Yeah, for sure. And it, you know, was really hard and it still is, but I, uh, I just don't think I'd be the person I am without being a single mom to him. Mm-hmm. I like to think that you don't need to go through hardship to like develop character, but the reality is you do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and everybody's is different. And like, for me, that was it. I don't know why, you know that for me forced me to love myself enough to try harder at certain things and and just persevere. I feel like I'm a lot stronger because I'm a mom now. Mm-hmm. I used to be kind of a pussy. <laughs> well, I think that you're a great mom. And he's such a cute kid. Oh, thanks. I just try not to let him down. Like I don't even feel like that good of a mom. I'm just like, oh, you know, just try to true. try to make I don't know. I feel like if you think you're a good parent, then maybe you're not like keeping yourself in check enough. Like that's what I try to tell myself. Yeah. It's like, I could see that where people are like, if you are constantly go like, patting yourself on the yeah. back that like, cause it's a, I don't know. It's a, the only, the only thing I know about parenting is that I try to work on myself because all they do is copy you. That's all they do. Uh-huh. They like, you know, now he I wants just, to be a comedian and I'm like, I don't know if you really want that. Aww. Look at how much I make. <laughs> Look at all this change in my pocket like i don't think you really want this be a lawyer be a doctor (laughs) go do something that you can make some money um you know i did look at the time we've reached our hour wine o'clock is coming to a close wine o'clock you guys we love you yeah i love you uh, yeah love that you're tuning in and april and i uh, we'll see you again. Yeah, we will definitely see you again. And thanks, uh, for all the comments and thanks for listening. And, um, we did get a little serious on the end we of did. this one. I like it though. I think people are going to like that, that there's comedy, but we can be real. I mean, we're real. This people. is wine and vaginas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when wine is involved, some stuff's going to come out and, and we might even cry one time. Vaginas are serious <laughs> and hormonal and emotional. Yeah, I get it. We're anyway, thanks for listening guys. We love you and subscribe and like and follow and like and comment. Okay. We love you. Bye. Good night. I almost forgot to look at my watch when we started and I was like,